To become more aware of anything is to become more mindful, whether this is awareness of surroundings, of others, or of oneself. This mental state can help you be more present, more in tune, more creative, and more receptive. With this podcast, I hope to help you fine-tune your awareness, help you find positivity in your struggles, and give power to your mindfulness. This is Mindful Guidance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mindful Guidance. My name is Michela, and I'm so happy you chose to listen today. Today, I want to talk about something that can be a little bit challenging to talk about since it is something that a lot of times can linger in our shadow and it can create discomfort. I want to talk about insecurity. I've actually been wanting to talk about this for a while, but ironically, kept second guessing the topic as I know it can be touchy. And I know it can be touchy because it brings up my own insecurities and Diving into them can be a little overwhelming and, to be honest, kind of embarrassing sometimes. There are so many things that I wish I would have done differently in my past now that I don't feel as insecure about myself as I did back then. Now that I know that I was actually doing those things out of insecurity. So many things we do out of insecurity, we don't even realize we are doing. This is what I mean when I say they can linger in our shadow. A lot of insecurities we don't see in ourselves, but others can see them. How many people can you think of that have done things that they themselves think are, they are doing them with confidence, smoothness, or even meanness, but it is clear as day to you that they are feeling insecure about themselves? This is when they are more than likely in their shadow about their own insecurities. Feeling insecure is the worst. (laughs) Most of my life, I have felt insecure about something. And once I feel like I overcome a fear or stop caring what others think, it seems something else pops up that I feel insecure about. I'm in my 40s now, and it still happens. And to be honest, it comes and goes. Sometimes I am feeling myself and loving myself and feeling super secure. And other times, I feel like I shouldn't even be in public. (laughs) Personally, it is something I am still working on and have just come to terms with, with, and I've been being honest about them. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. I feel like most of us grew up learning how to navigate insecurities, and we did our best to either beat them or hide them. We now live in a really crazy world that is constantly forcing us to compare ourselves to others. So feeling insecure is kind of normal now, even into adulthood. But how far do we let our insecurities take us? Because let's be honest, they can take us down pretty low or push us pretty far. Insecurities lead to poor self-esteem, reclusiveness, anxiety, even anger and aggression. Insecurities can destroy relationships, job opportunities, and can even take lives. In the new world ran by social media, insecurities can have us doing wild and crazy things for attention and doing things we never thought we would do. 
Becoming mindful of our own insecurities to work with them or to eliminate them is a very important part of self-work and just of life itself. It is a form of self-honesty and a way to move past a lot of difficult times in our lives, more than likely brought on by our own insecurities or someone else's. When I started to do the reflective part of my self-work and began to look back on all the times where I was my own problem and when I was the cause of pain or frustration, it was hard. There were times that I was stubbornly blaming someone else for my pain or anger. And while parts of this was true, there were times when I had to admit that I was running away or putting up walls or picking fights because I was too emotionally immature to handle certain things and I was trying to hide my insecurities. Sometimes my insecurity was the fact that I was too emotionally stunted to handle the situations at hand. I was terrible at communicating and I was uncomfortable in my own skin. Naturally, I put up a fight and sometimes twisted things around to make the other person feel bad. Insecurities are so wild because they will find a way to hide no matter the cost. And they will hide behind the best of the best. They hide behind pride, anger, behind humor, even behind false confidence, which we usually see as arrogance if you're on the other side of it. Insecurities will take us pretty far, so it is important to recognize them when they are there. Insecurities are interesting too because they can be really subtle and kind of hidden. Sometimes we don't see them within ourselves until someone else points them out. This is why diving into our insecurities is typically part of shadow work because they truly hide in the shadows of ourselves. And since we can't see our shadow a lot of the time, but other people can, it's important to listen to these people if they call out our insecurities because this can be really helpful in the beginning process of working on them. Ideally, they will call them out in a respectful and constructive way, but a lot of times this isn't the case, as most insecurities show up in less than opportunistic times, right? Nonetheless, we need to try and listen if someone else points them out, as hard as this might be. The reason it can be so hard is that these things are usually the things we don't quite like about ourselves. They are the things we try to hide or make up for in some way. Insecurities can come in the form of jealousy, overcompensation, bullying, hatred, or even abuse. A lot of insecurity comes in the form of false confidence or anxiety, and it can have us doing things we don't really want or like to do just so people will accept us in some way. Insecurity is fuel for many fires we create throughout our lives especially when it comes to relationships. I know through my own experiences how much drama and unnecessary pain insecurity can cause. I've messed up my fair share of good relationships because of the insecurities that came up for me. And I have broken it off with people due to their insecurities that I personally couldn't handle. This is a big part of dating and relationships, navigating one another's insecurities, past and present past lives, inner child, and grown adult. 
So much projection can occur that stems from people's insecurities as well. We can project these inner issues on others, which can lead to confusion and arguments. Sometimes we're doing this consciously, but most of the time this is unconscious behavior. So navigating it can be challenging if we don't realize what's going on. Insecurity is sensitive because of how vulnerable it can be. It can be played upon and manipulated. So this is all the more reason to begin to understand your own and how to either overcome them or at least work with them. Figure out where they come from, who and what triggers them or fuels them and how they could be holding you back. Now, I have this really weird theory and I will probably get some slack um, for people for saying this, but it's something I have witnessed over the years and it seems to show how insecurities can be subtle and can actually flow into the collective. I have this theory about the dad bod. You know, the dad bod that got all trendy and somehow sexy. (laughs) I have this theory that it is insecurity-based and fueled by social media. I personally don't fully believe that women love dad bods and want their husbands, boyfriends, or partners to really have them. I thought it was a strange uptick in a trend, and I just started to see a pattern. Women who are focusing on their bodies, their self-care, their hair, nails, Botox, their enlightenment and empowerment, while their men were settling into this kind of beer-bellied, quote, dad bod. This, to me, had a root of insecurity. And it's because most people are not looking for a man who cheats. Okay, This is an underlying fear of emotional pain, and most people in general don't want it and don't want to feel it. Getting cheated on is terrible and nobody wants to go through it. I started to think that this dad bod was an odd way for women to feel comfortable with their men. While it really doesn't matter because people are going to cheat if they're going to cheat no matter what body they have. It just seemed to me like a collective subconscious feeling of if my man has this dad bod and stops going to the gym and looking hot then he is less likely to garner attention and less likely to cheat. This isn't just for the dad bod either. I can see when men get the hot wife or girlfriend, but don't exactly support them in staying that way. They want it, but they also feel insecure having it. So many people fall for someone for their looks or their magnetic personality, but then feel jealous when other people are drawn to them for the same reason. One minute you're over the moon that you have this beautiful woman. The next you are possessive and jealous over others that admire her beauty as well. Again, I'll probably take (laughs) some slack for this. It might be an unpopular opinion and it's simply my own opinion. Um, And, you know, most people who are in love will say that they truly love the person for who they are. And I 100% accept and respect that. But it was just something I thought about often as this dad bod became a growing acceptance. And I was honest with myself about it. You know, I asked myself, like, is this something that I want? And personally, I don't really want a man with a dad bod, quote unquote. You know, I like a man who takes good care of himself and goes to the gym and goes to yoga and eats well and, you know, and and takes pride in his in his physique. 
But yes, the better my man looks to me and to himself and in general, the higher chances that the better he looks to other people as well. But this would be my insecurity if I am worried about him cheating or if I am jealous that other women look at him. I have to be able to love that other people love and admire this man for the same reasons I do instead of feel jealous of it. The trust comes from our relationship, not what the outsiders think of him. I feel like I see people struggle with wanting their significant other to be good looking and shape and confident, but also not wanting to deal with them getting attention from others. I can see couples settle and collectively let themselves go Number one, because they get comfortable with each other and it's easier to snuggle on the couch watching movies and ordering takeout than it is to go to the gym together and cook and clean. But I also kind of believe that insecurities can come through at a certain point in a relationship and if one or both stays on top of their game, this can lead to one or both feeling like their partner may be taken away by someone else who is attracted to all the things that they are. I feel like this is also social media fueled. This is a tricky place to be, but it seems like it's very common these days. This may be kind of confusing and I'm not really sure, like again, maybe a unpopular opinion, but I have talked to quite a few friends over the years in the ups and downs of their relationships and it's a very real thing. And these confusing insecurities that have lingered in the shadows can creep up and cause problems even if you don't realize where they are coming from or don't want to admit it. There can be so much love in a relationship but that love can be blinding to the fact that you may be subconsciously wanting to hold someone back by not wanting them to grow because you are afraid the relationship may change or that they will outgrow you or you them. Insecurities can also have you feeling like you don't deserve someone as well. This can lead to self-sabotaging and feeling like you are holding someone else back or that you don't measure up to them, causing you to make excuses to push them away. Most of this, in all honesty, can be resolved through deep communication and honesty with the self. You have to be honest with yourself to the fullest because sometimes you can be honest with the other person knowing your insecurities are kicking in. But you have to be honest with yourself about why and let that other person have the chance to work with you. Because they may have some insecurities themselves and be more understanding than you think. Insecurities are crazy. And most people have them. Even those that you don't think could ever have them can have them at some point and the energy of insecurity can ebb and flow. Some days we can feel secure within ourselves and with others, and the next day something flips or an emotion is activated and something creeps out of the shadow to show that it still needs some work. I personally have found that this is ongoing. A lot of insecurities can and will be worked through, but new situations, experiences, and people can bring things out that you didn't realize were still there. This can bring on a new wave of trying to bury something because you can be ashamed or just annoyed that it is still there or that something new has you feeling insecure. We have to continually be completely honest with these things and shine light on them for as long as it takes to work through them. 
I believe this is how strength is built and how we can create resilience within ourselves and in our relationships. Most insecurities stem from fear and tapping into our fears can be incredibly challenging and scary. But working through our fears and eventually our insecurities is where real growth can occur. It is where connection and strength can blossom in relationships. It's where trust continue to grow and waver. But we have to be honest about them. And this is where things can get difficult. But not everybody wants to fully admit where their insecurities come from or that they come up even after doing a lot of work around them. So many things can happen energetically between different people. And a lot of times there is no other reason for insecurity to be triggered other than an energy shift. People will ask you where this is coming from or why you were feeling this way. And the honest answer can be, I don't know. Because something has just shifted. In these moments, you have to focus on the work in the moment and trust that the reason will show itself at a later time because it usually does. I wanted to talk about insecurities because I feel that they are something we all have in common and something we all need to work on at any given time. They are also something that we may need to help others with at certain times in our lives and we have to understand that insecurities are an energy. One that we may not have the capacity to take on from others and one that others may not have the capacity to take on from us during these times. Because insecurities are usually negative, dark, and can bring frequencies down, they can create discomfort. And not everyone likes to be uncomfortable for long periods of time. But this is something to work through and not dismiss. Dismissing insecurities only pushes them further into the dark. And this can make them more difficult to work through or create heaviness and distance altogether. It also creates not-self energy of frustration, bitterness, anger, and resentment. This is when overcompensation takes place or attention-seeking in negative ways. Insecurities are necessary focus in self-work. We have to be able to pull them out, talk about them, and get reassurance from others. And for those of you who just rolled your eyes and thought that you don't want someone who you have to reassure all of the time, this is part of the reason people hide. Needing reassurance is part of the human condition. We all need it from time to time. Yes, ongoing reassurance can become draining, but it is because something isn't being worked through fully. This is when you also have to be honest about the capacity you have to take on this energy. If you don't have it, This person needs to find someone who does, and this can be in the form of a professional. Us humans need certain energetic stability, and insecurities will create instability, causing pain and suffering. This can come from the self or from experiences we collect throughout the course of our lives. Being honest with who we are will allow us to figure out where they come from and how we can work through them. And a lot of time, probably most of the time, we can't do it on our own. Support systems, deep conversations to dig through emotions, and even professional help is important when it comes to overcoming our insecurities. Like I said before, because our insecurities can linger in our shadow, it may take someone else 
to see them in us and it can take someone else to help us through. Thank you for choosing the Mindful Guidance Podcast. I hope this episode got you thinking about how much insecurity plays a part in our lives. I hope it makes you realize that no matter who we are and where we are in our lives, most of us will have insecurities pop up off and on and we will have to work on them continuously. As our lives change, evolve, and shift around with other people and their energy, the chances of us dealing with things in our shadow become higher. The best thing we can do with them is deal with them and bring heightened awareness to them. While timing is important for a lot of issues, we begin to realize that pushing them aside and down only lasts for so long as they will show their faces eventually. Insecurities are a part of us and I believe that we should have nothing to be ashamed of when it comes to them. Unfortunately, we are conditioned to believe that insecurities are shameful and annoying and that we should just get over them easily when that is just not always the case. These things can become heavy, burdensome, and create immense pain if not handled with care. Insecurities from my teen years still creep up and cause anxiety and fear of abandonment and success. But just knowing this is normal now allows me to work through these moments with much more mindfulness and ease. I have two small workshops coming up that align with this podcast. The first one is called, It's Not You, It's Me, and we'll touch on how these insecurities may be causing problems in your relationships or having you missing out on opportunities. The second is called, It's Not Me, It's You, (laughs) and we'll go over the ignoring of intuition and signs that may be keeping you in places that might not be serving you anymore. Please keep an eye out for these workshops as they will be launching within the next few weeks. Choosing to work on mindfulness in everyday life is a big step to a more positive mindset, to relieving unnecessary stress, and to living a more balanced life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow and rate the show. There are also links in the description to check out my website where you can learn more about me as a coach and sign up for my courses, workout and habit changing programs, or book a coaching session. You can also check out and follow my health and wellness Instagram for daily inspiration and to see what else I have to offer. Social media is a great place to connect and I do love connecting to those that reach out for guidance. If you want to chat more about this topic, please feel free to reach out on any of my platforms. I would love to have an open discussion about how this resonates with you. Thank you so much for listening today and have a wonderful, mindful day. Until next time.